used it four times. I'm sure that's not overused technically, Elon. Hello, and welcome to another Best of... Uh, podcast. Best of Five episode. The show's going great. <laughs> it is. Uh, welcome to another episode of Best of Five is what I meant to say. Uh, my name is Elon, and I'm joined here as always by my great cohorts, Steve, the main squeeze, the ace-king offsuit jerk. How's it going? And the lovely and wonderful purple Sharpie. Hey, I'm banned in only seven countries now. Only Six. seven. Only seven. I I thought you would have hit double digits by now. I think you're slipping. Yeah, me too. But luckily, uh, Uzbekistan actually unbanned me after I agreed to the lawsuit. Uh, so, 2021 starting strong. Uzbekistan, uh, just, you, you let her off too easy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uzbekistan yeah. is in Uzbeka. Follow our Instagram. Wow, that was that. I'm fading it to black. That's it. All right, we're back. (laughs) Y'all killing me on this edit. Like, do we have a slower fade to black? Nope. I mean, maybe we do. That's that's just the the only speed we have. Yep. Okay. Yep. Anywho, so like I said, welcome to. Another episode of the Best of Five show. We are your weekly FGC and quote-unquote other things now podcast where you can find some of the hardest-hitting investigative journalism on Earth. Some people would tell you otherwise, but they're lying. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, uh, including KOF's reveal and then unreveal and then re-reveal. We're going to talk about Capcom's new streaming and uh, content video content guidelines. Yeah, that was last week. I know it feels like it was like a month ago. Uh... We're going to talk about the death of the PogChamp, or the rebirth of the PogChamp, depending on who you talk about, talk to. Uh, We're also going to talk about some DBZ stuff. We're going to talk about some Twitch stuff. We're going to talk about Frosty Faustings and a bunch of other things. But before we get to all of that, did we lose Sharpie? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. You're you're really good at sitting still. I thought you disconnected. (laughs) Uh, I thought thought the Uzbekistan uh, government got to her again. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I genuinely thought you <laughs> I genuinely thought you got disconnected. All right. Without further ado, let's start the show. Steve, I do believe we have a teeny tiny bit of what we would like to call the patented recap. Yes, we do. Um let's start with the Street Fighter League back in action after a holiday hiatus. Uh two matches on the docket uh and they were Bad results for Team UYU. Uh, they took a 3 nothing loss to Team Dynamite, uh, coupled with Psycho Shinobi's 3-1 win over All-In. That, those two results mean UYU at 0-7 is now el- the first team eliminated from playoff contention. So now you've got those five other teams fighting for those uh, four playoff spots. All-In, though, what's happened? 5-0 and to start things, uh, then losers of their next three. Uh, they've got to turn it around uh, if they want to hang on to a playoff spot. Uh, they'll have this week off uh, because Alpha 3 and UYU face off in week 12, uh, top of the table versus bottom. Classic case of nothing's got to give. Uh, and then a big match in the for the playoff seating uh, 
in the second battle, uh, Nasser taking on Dynamite. Um, and then I want to kick it over to the start of the KI World Cup, uh, Cyber Fights, the first qualifier for the 2021 KI World Cup. And that was won by Alex V, a.k.a. not Alex V, uh, who did it the hard way. He uh, lost in the third round of the tournament, top 64, and then had to fight all the way through losers from there. So 11 straight wins in the loser's bracket uh, to get the win over uh, It's Time to Duel in the Grand Finals. A uh, couple of familiar names rounding out the top four in Nikki and Wheels. Uh, Bass making top six along with Skate Fast Eat. Uh, Lord Calypso and Undead Gamer rounding out the top eight. Of course, we can never forget Skate Fast Eat, the winner of KI United. <laughs> so congratulations to him. <laughs> I just wanted to say that name. You know, don't shoot the messenger on this. I I do not create these usernames. I just read them. So <laughs> so that ain't on me. If 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 you want to thank me for my my wit on that, that ain't me. If you want to blame me for <laughs> saying that, that ain't on me. I'm not that dude. I'm just I'm just the guy who presents information. I just love that. That's a name. What was the that's, that's, What was the grand finals for KI United? It was Skate Fast Eat. Oh, and uh, Roller Skate Nate or something like that. It was like the two. I skaters. believe so. It sounds. It sounds. Uh, that sounds right. It's not a even. Lot of skates literally no. That's. Damn, yeah, I'm so no sorry. You're gonna have to censor a lot this episode. Uh, well, well, since I'm censoring anyway, I might as well say this. It's not even the best related name that I've seen. Uh, there's a Tekken player out of Germany called I Eat Ass. Nice. And so, so like he signed up for uh, Berlin Tekken Championship, BTC. I, mm. I, I forget. Ber Berlin Tekken Clash, excuse me. And they had like the, the announcement tweet. You know, they make up a graphic for everyone who enters, every notable player. So you had yes, I Eat Ass is coming to Berlin Technical Clash. The best part is his sponsor was like SI something. So it no. was written out as C I E S. <laughs> wow. So all of that's getting cut from the audio archive. I'm sorry. Why not? This is not Rest a bad in peace, word. podcast listeners. You should have been listening to twitch.tv slash best of V show. You jerks. Uh, I'm kidding. You're your not lives. jerks. We, we love, love you. you all individually uh, and as a whole and as anything else. Uh, Steve, anything else things. we need to talk about for the uh, recap? Couple of, yeah, a couple of things to look forward to this coming week. Uh, you've got, as I mentioned, Street Fighter League back in action week 12, winding down. Um, that will take place on Thursday, or at least that will air on Thursday. Then a couple of ongoing leagues this weekend on Sunday. You've got the second wave of North American events for the Mortal Kombat uh, Pro League on the Mortal Kombat channel. And then you want to check out GOAT FGC, Saturday into Sunday. Uh, this is Australia and New Zealand, uh, their first event uh, for the KI World Cup Series. So Definitely some things to watch this week. I do want to add one more thing in here. 
that is not here. And that is that I believe it's this Wednesday for us. The Intercontinental Fight Club for Tekken 7 is uh, is going to be going up. And it's uh, run by Chris Seg and the crew over at Tenno Media. Uh, and yeah, this is going to be their week too. I'm definitely going to be watching because I miss some good ass Tekken. Whoa, 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 whoa. The first rule of International Fight Club Tekken is that we don't talk about International Fight Club Tekken. No, 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 we're not doing this. I, I, I mean, you've already dropped the OMC references during the countdown. You're dropping the Fight Club references. No, you only get so much. You can only pull on so much nostalgia in a, in a particular episode. If you're interested in participating... <laughs> sorry, for, <laughs> sorry for cutting that off. I didn't mean to do it. It's a, it's funny. I enjoyed it. Uh, but if you're interested in entering Intercontinental Fight Club Tekken, for Tekken, uh, you can go to... You can either go to the Tenno Media tweet or you can just go to smash.gg forward slash tournament forward slash ICFC. Uh, forward slash ICFC. I can't see the rest of the link. Uh, but yeah, you can register and there is... Um, and it's going to be for Asia, Europe, and North America. So we get to see some cool tech in action this week. Or, yeah, tomorrow. I'm excited about that. All my life I had to fight an international fight club. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm just disappointed in everybody right now. I'm just... Um, I don't know. I still have to watch Fight Club. I've never seen it. Um, I know, I know. It's, it's a good movie. It's a lot of satire. All right. Let's start with some interesting things that happen. Not necessarily FGC related, but they are related to the world that we live in. Uh, there, a lot happened at Twitch this week. Yeah. A lot happened at Twitch this week. I'm going to start off on a happier note, and it's a cool note, if I do say so. Uh, as of Sunday, I believe it was Sunday? No, it was Monday. Yesterday. It was yesterday. The, yesterday, that's correct. The record for the highest number of concurrent viewers by an independent streamer, which means it's just one person running their stream, uh, was beaten by a lot. Before all of this, uh, the record was uh, in the middle of, uh, I think, May of last year. It was Ninja playing with Drake, which was at, it topped out around 660,000 concurrent viewers. Then this Spanish content creator who goes by Gref, it's spelled G-R-E-F-G, but when I was watching his stream, he pronounces it Gref, uh, hit 700,000 uh, $700, 700, concurrent viewers. And, once again, Gref, in partnership with Epic Games, uh, was releasing his own skin into Fortnite and had a reveal event on his stream and hit 2.4 million concurrent viewers, which is an unbelievably high number. Um, and we should also probably clarify that when you say Spanish, you do actually mean literally a Spaniard. Yeah, from, from Spain, yeah. Tree of Spain. He is not Hispanic. He actually is Spanish. Spanish, yes. Uh, and here's the interesting thing. That's the highest number for an independent streamer that we've seen on Twitch. Because, of course, when there is a Sony reveal event, we see, like, 13 million and stuff. But that's because Sony's a big company, and they do uh, they bigger... They have brands. They're, yeah. they're corporations, yeah. Yes. They're all mindless, and they tell us what to do, and we do them. Uh, but this was just one guy who goes by Gref, and he hit this amazing milestone. And what's funny is this is not only the milestone here 
on Twitch. It's also bigger than the most concurrent viewers for anything on YouTube as far as independent streaming goes. Currently, uh, the person who has the... Oh, I thought I put it on here. Dang it. Uh, the person who has the uh, record on YouTube is also another Spanish uh, content creator. And I completely forget his name, and I'm an idiot about it. I thought I wrote it down here, so I apologize. Uh, but their record was around like 600, 700,000 concurrent viewers on YouTube. So something's going on over there in Spain with these content creators, and I like it. I want to add something here, which is an important nuance that I should feel like provides a lot of context in general for these numbers. Um, a lot of these companies, specifically Twitch and Google and like, you know, the subset of YouTube as it is announced inside of Google, they tend to go off of American trends. But what we see a lot is uh, there are a lot of other countries with a lot higher viewership. We saw this originally with the emergence of YouTube way back, 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 back in like 2004, 2005. Um, almost like 72% of the platform was people from Southeast Asia, uh, specifically from India and Pakistan, that were using the site to broadcast and to save different things uh, for re revolution purposes and for um, to bring light to certain things. The same thing happened um, with Hong Kong and China and Tibet and a lot of other locations like that. So the whole idea that in order for something to become popular, it has to be in America is really only something that's being pushed specifically by these large brands like Google and Amazon and Facebook specifically because the money that they stand to make and the money that they, they, they don't have to necessarily always uh, pay in taxes comes from the American brand. Whereas the reality is the large international market that exists is still a large population of their viewership. That's kind of what we're seeing here. Um, in a lot of other countries, specifically in South America and Central America, viewership is very, very large on mobile devices, specifically because people can't typically afford, uh, afford high, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, high level machines and very expensive machines and everything like that, like computers or PlayStation 5s or even Xboxes. Um, so they usually just rewatch the same YouTube video over and over and over and over again. And you even see it with the Twitch mobile app. A lot of mobile users are actually people, specifically in mobile games and everything like that, or a lot of people are from Central and South America. There are a lot of people from uh, the Middle East or even Southeast Asia. There are a lot of people from the Philippines. There are a lot of people from these islands where you can just go on a phone and watch on a phone app. Um, and so that's what you're really seeing is a large resurgence. These are almost all mobile viewers. That's what that's what I think more people should be paying attention to than just the numbers, because the numbers themselves imply that everybody was watching sitting in front of a television or sitting in front of a computer, when the reality is they're all watching from their phones. They're literally all watching from their phones for this stream and for this YouTube video or for something like that. That's really the market that we're seeing explode here. And content creators like that are very, very popular in countries where most people are exclusively on their phones, so they make content exclusively for people to digest while they're on their phones. That's the type of content that becomes really, really popular in these countries. But once again, congratulations to him because he 100% managed to captivate both an entire platform, and it's about time, honestly, I personally believe that the, represent that the representer of a large landmark on one of these large American countries isn't actually from America, thereby giving us more worldly view in general of our environment. I agree. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you, you sort of touched on it. Uh, if it exists on the Internet, it's probably American. 
that was sort of the default for a while. And now you've you very much hit on the point. That's changing. That is going away. And, and I mean, even if you don't look at the gaming sphere, look at, uh, let me just say, BTS. Let me just say Despacito, Gangnam Style. It's where the rest of the world is, you know, they're creating stuff that a whole lot of people are getting eyes on. So, yeah, you don't have to do it in English in order to be good. One of the reasons uh, why Shakira actually, uh, like, literally blew up was because she was one of the very first musicians to actually be on YouTube and Instagram. And that market is huge. There are a lot of African music artists who are very, very big on Instagram. They're very, very big on Twitter. And the only reason we don't hear about them is because English is not their main focus as far as language. It actually hinders their audience. They are able to get to a much wider, broader audience and accomplish a lot more sales when they don't do things in English. They may speak a little bit of English occasionally just for like a couple of fans because a lot of people in other countries understand a little bit of English. But it's more of like just a homage to the fact that America that that like English is such a widespread language um, in general. It's more of like just a touch base on yeah, I do know this, but a lot of a lot of non-English speakers are very very big on the platforms, and the only reason you don't see them is because they do not speak English. YouTube does not share that with uh, Americans. Uh, I should say English-speaking countries. They don't share that view to us. There's they get more, a lot more views. There's one more anecdote that I want to share too. Uh, mm -hmm about how this is not necessarily new is um 2016 final round uh i was there for the first ever mm. uh street fighter 5 tournament and in my pool was daco uh you know combo show you daco uh and he was walking around with a phone in front of his face and, and it looked like he was just recording it but later i found out he was just live streaming it i had to sit down to play this man and he put his phone down and i saw the viewer number and there was a lot of numbers there it like actually made me a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. It was like tens of thousands to hundreds, of, hundreds of thousands of him just walking around the venue, right? And you know, uh, it, it's funny because you, I, I had never seen anything like that. Mostly because I also live under a rock, so I don't see a lot of things. But uh, my my experience with fighting games and not going to tournaments was just usually through the Team Spooky stream or whatever stream was running stuff, not through a player cam. And that was the first time that I thought was like, whoa, that's a lot more viewers than they're probably getting up there. That's crazy. And then I showed him how to change his buttons because he couldn't read in English. Uh, so it was a good time. But anyway, I just wanted to share that because that was one of those things that opened my eyes. I was like, wow, there's a lot of people watching him stream this. A the lot more sooner, than I thought. I, I, think, I think the sooner that we as both a country and as a society understand that this whole idea of like, the American dream, the whole idea of like English being first, the whole idea of like uh, a Caucasian looking or European descent in individual being like the default. The the quicker we get rid of these ideas, the faster we'll be moving towards change because a lot of these other countries have understood that that's not really the way that things are. And we here inside the United States of America um, are still fighting that idea in general. And I think the faster that we start to understand that we're not we're not the default. I think the faster we'll start seeing a lot more growth in general. I feel attacked. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, but no, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, that's not to say that every other country doesn't have their own struggles with... 100% uh, they still do. They yeah. still struggle with a lot of things. It's just something that I feel like yeah. is especially potent and important to stress right now. Absolutely. In these no, trying I, times. I agree 100%. And that's a very good point. 
anything else we want to talk about Twitch numbers and this record being broken? Well, you know, I think there was another record broken as far as the turnaround for how quickly someone could be very possibly removed as an emote and replaced. Is that a record that anyone's interested in, Elon? (laughs) I don't know if anyone's interested in breaking it, but um, we could definitely talk about that. Uh, Do you want me to set this one up? Yeah, you set this up, please. Okay, so real life happened on Wednesday. Um, For those of you who are not American or who have not been following the news, uh, during the... uh, during the, uh, not the voting process, but... Uh, Electoral vote certification. Yeah. The certification, yes. So so basically the last step in uh, officially declaring who our pre- next president is going to be, uh, Joe Biden, was uh, confirmed as the next president during this. But in the midst of the certification process... Several pro-Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, it, it was a horrible scene. Obviously, you've seen so many of the pictures. Um, it, 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 yeah! There's a lot I want to say that I'm not going to say because I want to keep this focused on uh, fighting games. Uh, I'll say it. Alt-right supremacists literally flooded the Congress in an effort to go ahead and make sure that Donald Trump was reelected, even though in no way, shape or form had been voted. And they literally came there with the intention of harming members of Congress and harming individuals and as well as parts of the media, locals to D.C. and the police. They came there with every intention of attacking these individuals and they were directly incited by our current sitting president, Donald J. Trump. I will say it if you don't want to, Steve. And that's fine because I'm comfortable saying it because to me, that is a fact. That is what happened. And uh, I don't care who says it. I believe that everyone there were alt-right supremacists. I believe that they were terrorists. And I believe that they uh, I, I believe that they deserve that title. Yep. And that's called insurrection. There's a there's the thing on the Constitution exactly about it. So, And they did it. Anyway, I apologize for Any interrupting. Steve. Oh, it's all, it's all oh, yeah. good. It's all good. That's the real life stuff. Well... Everything is real life stuff. <laughs> it is. Anyway. Um, but uh, during during uh, the uh, storming of the uh, Capitol building, uh, we, we know that several, pro- several people have died. Um, one protester uh, was died and referred to as a martyr. Um, and then Gutex, the face of the uh, pog champ, meme pog champ emote uh tweeted out uh asking if she would if he would quote or if this quote marga maga martyr would die in vain end quote um and that disappointed a whole lot of people uh including those at twitch and twitch went ahead and removed uh his face from uh his emote from the site, which is one of the most popular emotes in the on uh, Twitch, so they actually released a statement when they did that, uh, and they said, "quote We made the decision to remove the PogChamp emote following statements from the face of the emote encouraging further violence after what took place at in the Capitol today. We want the sentiment and uh, and use of Pog to live on. 
Its meaning is much bigger than the person depicted or the image itself, and it has its, a big place in Twitch culture. However, we can't, in good conscience, continue to enable use of the image. We will work with the community to design a new emote for the most hype moments on Twitch, end quote. Well, that's the bad news. Well, I mean, no, this is good news, right? Cause... There's, there's more, there's more, there's more news regarding yes. it, and I wouldn't necessarily call it good. Okay, do you want to tee it up? Should I, should yeah, I elaborate on that? Tee it up. Oh, okay. Uh, so, in a, after this statement came out from Twitch, they also stated that they would be replacing the emote with uh, a different content creator, right? Af after which, they were absolutely flooded with a various number of different content creators, influencers, personalities, streamers, all saying, use me as PogChamp, use me as PogChamp. I inherently did not have any specific issue with this because I personally believe in trying times like this, especially when... Um, there's a lot of unequal and unjust moments. I think uh, friendly, positive moments of, you know, content creators having opportunity to showcase themselves is always relished as a side to seeing more violence on my timeline in general. Um, uh, an African-American uh, homosexual member of the tabletop RPG community was actually chosen to be the new face of PogChamp. And if you actually type down PogChamp right now, you'll actually see his face. Um, unfortunately, uh, because he is African-American, because he is homosexual, he has been unfortunately consistently attacked and brooded on the exact same platform that he was chosen to be the emote of. Uh, racial terms have been used to describe him on all social media platforms, not just Twitch, but uh, unfortunately, it still kind of resulted in him publicly speaking out, saying a couple of things about how uh, unfortunate it is that Twitch, you know, uh, ha doesn't have tools in place to stop the harassment from him. Um, how unfortunate it is that a lot of these social media tools aren't available for people that are being harassed consistently like that exclusively because of how they look, because of their sexual preferences, and uh, much, much more. Luckily, a lot of people did speak up. A lot of people have been rallying to show him that he is appreciated. But, of course, uh, messages like that in no way, shape, or form you know, alleviate the pain that you can feel when uh, a lot of hate is being thrown your way. So, like I said earlier, um, congratulations, obviously, to him for being chosen for the emote. I believe they're only showcasing him of uh, this first week. There are a couple of ideas that were thrown at Twitch, and I don't know if they're... It seems like right now they're doing yeah, the I, thing where they're going to be rotating through emotes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so let me clarify this because I read the thing. Sorry, Steve. Uh, the way it's working is somebody uh, threw out the idea of every time you use the PogChamp that it would be a different face, which I think is a great idea. Twitch wasn't able to accommodate that, but they decided to go along with that vein of idea. So the PogChamp face is changing every 24 hours. So mm. for the first 24 hours, we had this gentleman who unfortunately got harassed. And it's kind of showing the very ugly side of Twitch. And it's awful. Today, it's what is uh oh my god dear dear thank you dear who i believe so, go ahead steve you know you know what you're gonna say so it was uh uh it was reversal on day one mm -hmm. um and then uh critical bard who you were talking about uh uh on day two and today it is dear so it's going to rote as he said rotate uh every 24 hours yeah and the the backlash has been awful it's and it kind of 
it kind of highlights all the problems of Twitch in one big <laughs> way. Uh, I think it inherently comes down to one simple truth, which I will say, and I may mm -hmm. uh, upset some people if I say this, but the reality is kind of highlighted as to what I said before, which is that inherently certain people do not like change. Uh, the person who the PogChamp emote was based off of was Gutex. Gutex is an Asian-American male, right? He is not Caucasian. He is not of European descent. He is an Asian-American male. Um, most of the people upset about it are people that didn't even identify him as Asian-American. They saw him as Caucasian or white. Um, and a lot of people are upset when things are changed because they don't like the fact that things are changing out of their control. And so they lash out at other people who are also different from them. And that's kind of what we've been seeing all of this past week. Um, it's unfortunate that we have been seeing it, but it does bring up once again the larger conversation of the fact that these conversations need to happen. People need to leave their squares and people need to see that there is more inside of the world than just us here inside of our simple small little bubble of the United States of America. There's a whole other world out here. There's a whole other universe that we can explore after we leave just this idea of exclusive self. Um, and a lot of people don't want to leave that. A lot of people are very comfortable there. They're very comfortable being exclusive. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's just the way it is. A lot of people say it's a very vocal minority, but the reality is every single time a person allows the vocal minority to be vocal, excessively at the cost of someone else's emotion or 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 um, mental anguish, that hurts and that makes the majority seem that much smaller. Um, so I challenge everyone that believes that they are against that type of action or that type of harassment to speak up when they see it happening, even if it's not necessarily happening to them. Yeah, and I did want to, I wanted to say this earlier, but I'm very happy that I got the time to fact check myself because if I was wrong, I was going to sound like a complete asshole. Uh, but the person who is the face of PogChamp today is Deer, and she is, does drag, right? It's mm -hmm. And she's showcasing the drag community on Twitch. You can go to streamqueens.net to go see uh, her stuff, and it's a troop of kings, queens, characters, and creatures who showcase their art live on Twitch. So She's fantastic. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah, I've never seen her stuff before, but I have followed her, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, her stuff in the near future. Uh, but that's the good part of it. But again, much like with yesterday's face, I've seen on social media that she's getting a little bit of a backlash. Uh, and yeah. it, again, it's it's one of those things where we know we knew that this was an issue. We knew that the gaming community and the Twitch community is like... It feels like you, majority, you, but I'm sure it's not. Uh, it feels like the majority of it, but I think it's just a vocal group of people who are racist, sexist, and <laughs> right? And it's yeah. because they have the anonymity online. And it's awful that this is a that this is a uh, an occurrence however uh the good point part of this is is now that this is all out in the open i think twitch has a very good opportunity to address it and hopefully fix the situation see i would i would agree with you if not for the fact that i've been on this platform now for 11 years and i can honestly say i i haven't seen twitch in any way shape or form address it in any yep. way that would actually assist and change they haven't um, yeah. I don't have a lot of hopes for them because the reality is it's not just a Twitch problem. It's a systemic issue mm. in our society. And a lot of these social media companies are able to ignore it. And the only reason they really, to be very honest, couldn't ignore it on Wednesday was because lives were lost. Mm. You know, it's one of those things. It's one of those things where no one really does anything, unfortunately, until loss of life happens. It's very unfortunate. It's yeah. just, uh, I, I want to say an unfortunate reality of not looking like the default 
Um, that's just what happens. It, it's really terrible that I have to say that, um, but that's that's my personal opinion and something that I've I've had to deal with now for 29 years. <laughs> yeah, no, so... you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And it's funny that they uh, ban things like Incel and Virgin, but they don't ban <laughs> other words that I shall not speak. <laughs> it's easier. I, f I genuinely feel like it's easier to ban things that happens to a certain subsection of people mm -hmm. on Twitch and not the actual people that need that assistance. Right. And it's very unfortunate. I'd like to see change. I really would. Um, but I am very hesitant to be super optimistic regarding it. In any case, I'm sure yeah. we have so much more news to cover uh, not regarding Twitch. Does anyone have any final thoughts on that, Steve or Elon? Uh, just one bit of uh, housekeeping. I actually missed one. Uh, the first face was uh, Umi no Kaiju. So she was first, then uh, Reversal, then Critical Barton, now Deer. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Apologies for that error. No, it's okay. I look forward to seeing more new faces. Thank you so much for the clarification. Yeah, I look forward to seeing more new faces and finding more new people. Uh, so hopefully the shitty and ugly side of this is going to subside earlier rather than later. But, you know, I'm like you said, I'm not too optimistic either. But one can hope. Maybe. It's kind nice of. to see that general, that this is resulting in a lot of the younger generation realizing that this is still a problem that they have to fight systemically. And that is always a positive yeah. side of all of this is that there are people that are like, I need to be more vocal about the fact that this is not okay. I need to make sure that I'm working to be a better person because mm -hmm. the people that I thought were better people are not that. And I need to make more of an effort. That's always something that fan fantastic that comes from all of this. But it is unfortunate of course, that we have to have um, such a terrible backlash yeah. in order for change like this to occur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Elon, what's our next topic for the day? All right. On to greener pastures. Uh, but I think it's also important that we never forget that this is an ongoing issue and to always have it in of the back course. of our minds and to always try to do better. Uh, with all that said, let's move on. <laughs> uh Let's let's talk about some fun happy stuff uh, before we dive into other weird things. Uh, KOF was going to reveal stuff last week, and then we got the heartbreaking news on Wednesday morning before we got even more heartbreaking news. That yeah, uh... remember when that was the worst <laughs> thing that happened? Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing that Facebook thing, and then it being like two o'clock, and then me being rushing into DC to be like, "Let me go get my family member out of DC." Being stopped three times, by the way, because I was suspicious. Did I tell y'all that? I was stopped uh, three no, times no. going in and out of DC because I was suspicious. Y'all believe that? Mm. Some BS, right? Someone told anyway. me you were a grappler. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the only thing I can think of. All right. Uh, so before everything went down, we got some sad news about KOF that they were going to have to push back the reveal. And, you know, we were all disappointed. But then... Thursday, KOF was like, here it is. Surprise. So, we got I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. Part, yeah. of me, part of me thinks that they cut out a lot of what they were going to originally show, and they showed a subset of what they're going to show later, because they did announce that they're going to announce other things later on down the line. However, mm. speaking of which, I think they announced that they were going to announce stuff this week, but they didn't do it before our show because they're jerks. So, let's go look at the trailer that they already have. Uh, this is... Uh, the reveal of what the game will look like. Let's take a gander. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mute it just because of the music. 
we're you know we live on Twitch 2021 where uh, we have to be worried about music things even though we're in other things. <laughs> We are not doing. Wow. wow. We are going all the way back. All the way back. All right. To, uh, to, to, oh. Andy Griffin. I was about to call him Andy Rooney. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney's oh, a person. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, what King of Fighters 15 is going to look like as of right now. Uh, of course, they do have the disclaimer, the disclaimer that this is uh, an ongoing, uh, in ongoing development. So things may change, things may not. But I'm gonna say uh, I kind of don't mind this new art style. It looks a little bit, uh, it looks a bit, a little bit like Sam Show. Uh, I think they're probably using the same engine, the same uh, shading, all this other stuff. But it looks cool. Looks good. I like the designs of the new characters. Things look neat. What do you guys think? I like it. It it looks good, and that that's a relief. You know, you can say what you want about the art style. It looks well done for what it's trying to do, which is mm-hmm. not what we could say for uh, the first look at KOF 14. And, yeah, it was because the team didn't have uh, the experience working with 3D, uh, and it showed... Uh, but it's like I said last week. It's it's you only get one chance to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, my second biggest takeaway is uh, that the game looks good, and I think people will be really excited for this. My biggest takeaway is I hope the newsman is a playable character. <laughs> yeah, I hope that is Scoop Newsman. Scoop Newsman. Finally coming out of the shadows to take the credit. Scoop Newsman. Newsman at law. So (laughs) deserves. Um, But I did want to see. Yep, here's the big sign. Oh, dang it. I missed it. Anyway, uh, this is the big thing I wanted to showcase, too, is they had this. And then tune in next week for more info. Well, where's the new info? They're doing it probably right after our show. If not, they're doing it right now. Those jerks. Uh but yeah, no, this game looks great. Uh, of course, I do agree with Steve that if we're able to get this character wait, right here, yeah. that's that's going to be the next playable character, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, you look good. I like him. Also, he could be like a Phoenix Wright type character. Anybody ever heard of AMBC? Because I sure haven't. Uh... A lot of lore in the screenshot. Yeah, they're an international network. So watch out for AMBC. You know? Anywho, uh, y'all excited for King of Fighters 15? I am. Personally, me as a game, no. It's not my game genre at all. Not my game of choice at all. It's technically a team fighter without being a team fighter, and it's kind of weird to me. Um, well, they, so I don't really, talk- I don't play that game. Sorry, Steve? They, they did talk about the changing how the how the team aspect works this time they haven't revealed anything and i'm wondering if that's what they're going to show off next week or it'd be cool i would be interested if it turned into an actual team fighter in the vein of marvel Skullgirls, dragon ball fighters those are my type of games Mm -hmm. um but i also don't have a lot of you know like i'm not expecting it because king of fighters is such a long franchise of being that type of game with the exception i think being like what was it snk uh tag tournament two or something like that 
where it was like actually tag team based or something like that. It was a while back. It was a while, while back. Uh, I used to watch it all the time on Salty Bet, and they had actual people from that game you could actually tag out into that character. Um, but I'm not. I, I I'm not a big uh, King of Fighters fan. I like the aesthetic. I like watching the gameplay. I'm not a big player for it. Yeah, I mean, uh... maybe it was 2001. I'm seeing in chat that it was 2001 or 2011. That sounds about correct to me. 2003 and 2011. 2003 sounds about right to me because I was watching a lot of Salty Bet growing up, and they used a lot of Salty Bet like uh, graphics from that. And I remember seeing a lot of Terry Bogard, a lot of stuff like that. And then I did watch. Steve is just like, you know what? I've had enough of your references today, Sharpie. No, no, <laughs> no. You. It's just because you said you watched Salty Bet growing up, and I just felt. Yeah, that hurt a little bit too. I'm not gonna lie. I was trying to hide it. Ow. I was oh. in high school when Salty Bet like came out. Oh I had just started high school. Oh god! <laughs> ah. I had just started high school actually. God. Like, Ouch. where's my AARP card? Justin oh. <laughs> Walker. Uh, but anyway, I, did I, I didn't I, know who Justin Wong was. Like, I, I was the very early confused. Bird special. God. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Hey. Uh, that was. That was not the only KOF announcement uh, made this week because shortly after the delay was announced on Wednesday, uh, SNK revealed uh, King of Fighters 14 Ultimate, uh, the Ultimate Edition, which will in- which includes all of the DLC, uh, so 58 characters in all in total. Uh, the release date is now in Europe. It is available now in Europe. Uh, it's going to be another couple weeks. It came out on the 7th in Europe uh, digitally. Uh, there will be a physical version coming out this spring in Europe, and it appears in Europe only for now. Uh, North America, uh, next Wednesday, the 20th, uh, it will be available for uh, digital purchase. Nice. It's funny because I saw the they were showing a bunch of like I think cutscenes from the game, uh, and I haven't played KOF fourteen much. Like I've played it on and off. Uh, you know, I learned a couple characters here, had a little bit of fun with it. I've never seen like the actual cutscenes that they were showing, and I was like, "Whoa, what game is this?" <laughs> and then later it was like, "Oh, it's KOF fourteen again." It's like, "Wow, it, it, the cutscene stuff looked really cool. Maybe I will need to go back and play a little bit of the story mode or something." You know. Uh, they also announced uh, a couple of other things as well on top of that, and it was in the vein of, say it with me, Sam Show. Sam Show. <laughs> Sam Show. That was the delay. Uh, <laughs> we, all, we all said that at the same time. Uh, Did we, though? Yes. Did we? Uh, absolutely. It's the, just the internet delay that made it sound like it wasn't together, so... You know, uh, but anyway, uh, they also announced some Sam Show stuff, and here it is. All right, I can turn the music on, hopefully. We can hope. Okay, this sounds like Sam Show music. Maybe we're all right. Fingers crossed. Whoa, look at all this Sam Show happening. That's a lot of Sam Show. They're showing Sam Show. Arrows. 
Dill's characters. Season Pass 3. Sorry, I'm reading this stuff before you are, Steve. Oh, there she is. Oh, bless. She cut him with a boomerang. There's Cham Cham. She's back. Cham Cham. Oh. And okay. the last Blade That's 2 character it. that everybody was looking forward to. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, it's... Hibiki! <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've seen Last Blade stuff at all, so I had to wait for the name. There it goes, oh, and the crowd scary. goes wild. New season pass. Only four characters this time around. Did they have... Do they usually have four characters, or do they have more? I'm not certain. I wonder I if they I thought season two was four. Okay. Then I think I'm just misremembering things. But anywho, Zool. I like how it said stay tuned, and I thought it was they were going to show it then and there, but I think that's just like a translation thing. I but love anywho. how they say it's going to be out for Stadia, like people are playing fighting games on Stadia. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Who knows? Uh, also, there, as a reminder, this is also only available on the Epic Game Store if you play it on PC. Uh, but yeah. This, this, I always forget about Sam Show, and then whenever I see a trailer about it, I was like, oh, I'm going to go dust it off. And then I play a couple matches, and I'm like, wow, this is fun. The online sucks. And then I move on. Yep. That sounds about right. That's 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 also why I don't play Sam Show. You know, honestly, I had a lot of fun playing that game originally at Locals. Then I played that game online, and I was like, I no longer enjoy playing this game. I don't do... I can't. <laughs> nope. I'm really happy to see the community still out here, making it possible for more seasons, though. Always, always support communities that, like, support their game regardless. Just me personally, Netcode is a big factor in whether or not I'm going to play a game. So yeah, um, no, the game still looks super cool. Uh, I'm a fan of it, um, and you know, uh, I, I mentioned this last week. Uh, some of the some of the crew here from San Antonio, Texas, run like weeklies online and stuff, and they're trying their best to keep playing the game. So uh, shout outs to them and what they're doing. Uh, I should have gotten names and things to actually promote, but you know, <laughs> you <laughs> I could do the cop out. You know who you are. <laughs> You know who you are. You definitely listen to this podcast. And if you don't, you can't say anything because I tried. Right? <laughs> but yeah, so more announcements. They're probably going to release other things alongside the KOF reveal that's this week, maybe. Might as well just say next week because we won't be able to talk about it. Those tricks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So there you go. That's the all the SNK announcements for this past week. Uh, a little bit of a roller coaster ride because they take, took it away, then they gave it back. And in that trailer as well, they talked a lot about the game. Uh, they did you know the thing where they put the two devs in the screen and then they chit chat about things that are coming and things that they're looking forward to and all this other stuff. So big ups to them for being a transparent on the things that they're doing. So. Hey uh, SNK, that was a okay. Bust the wolf. <laughs> Right. I, 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 <laughs> I just got to say that I am impressed that in a game about samurai weaponry, they managed to fit a cat girl in. It, I'm just always impressed by that. Hey, Miko culture is very important to samurais, bro. I, I can't uh, I've learned this. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um, alright other things happened as well yes. uh, let's talk about um, can what we talk were you going to say Steve 
I was going to talk about Grand Blue for a second since oh, okay. we're on the topic of reveals. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, so, uh, earlier this week, the director of uh, Grand Blue came out with a letter and he, they talked about uh, several things within the Grand Blue uh, world because there's so many different uh, games and aspects to it. One of those things uh, they mentioned was uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Uh, they did confirm that uh, Andre will be uh, revealed at the end of this month. Uh, it was the ninth DLC character. Um, the trailer will be out on the 22nd of this month, so next Friday. Uh, beyond that, uh, there's going to be a balance patch coming out uh, alongside the release. Um, uh, a new battle pass coming out in February, which has uh, uh, more levels for RPG mode, uh, new skins, new sound effects. And then the fifth character of Season 2 will be announced during the 7th Anniversary Grand Blue stream. Uh, which will take place in March. So uh, we have a couple of months of news to look forward to for Grand Blue. Noise. Any any further thoughts on Grand Blue before I move on to the next reveal? Well, not necessarily reveal. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue is always great. Thanks, Grand Blue. Looking forward to more new stuff. Next, Super Baby. That's such a bizarre name. Uh, Dragon Ball Z character is coming out. I. Have they been doing those showcases? Because they had a big showcase where they had Apology Man. They had... Um... I didn't get a chance to check it out, but they did have one this weekend. There's actually a clip in the Discord, which I'll uh, throw in chat real quick. I watched uh, the showcase, I... but I don't have anything nice to say, But so I prefer not commenting on it. Okay. Uh, they did have... <laughs> Who were the three people? It was Apology Man. <laughs> I think it was Damascus? It was. And then... And Tyrant. Tyrant, thank you. Uh, so mm -hmm. those three were uh, showing a couple things. Uh, uh, I think Apology Man uh, had a little bit of time to play the character around. Uh, character looks like a vortex monster because, you know, he throws fireballs and the fireballs come back and then you can do the side switch thing that every other game that's anime has, you know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so I think that was cool. I don't think I've seen that kind of showcase before from them. And if I have, then I... Or, oh, my God. They, they do they do showcases like that with every new character. So okay, I live two. under a rock then. Uh, yeah, that's no worries. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, just call me Patrick. Uh, SpongeBob reference. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you able Are you able to play the clip that's in the uh, Twitter link I put in chat? Hold on. Uh, I got to pull up the chat first. You, Steve making me do work. Uh, I don't see... Can you put it in the VMix chat? I'll be able to pull it up yeah. from there. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, that's not super baby. That's my baby. You guys get it? Chat gets it. I, little baby. It's okay. The you know, I, I, every time I hear that name, I can't help but think of the, of the stupid movie. The Super Babies. Super Babies? Yeah. It was one of the worst movies of all time. Um, that, you know, back when I worked... I worked in a movie theater for a while. That was out. And we had maybe like four people coming in for that the entire run. Nice. Uh, is it like Boss Babies? Was that the no. one about the babies that were actually super smart and everything like yes. that? And it went like Baby geniuses. 
baby. Yeah, I watched that movie like 17 times as a what? kid. Why? Because we had it on VHS Why? and it was the only movie we had on VHS and it didn't, they had removed the thing so we couldn't tape over it. It was a terrible no. movie. Remember in Final The Spirit. fact that you. Oh, the fact that you watched this 17 times explains so much. <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all, those actors are very talented babies, and I bet you they went on to lead amazing lives as extras, completely unfulfilled by their parents making ridiculous copious amounts of money on them before they were five. And second of all, that writing was inexcusably bad. Um, the writing was very bad. But I'm sure it paid a lot of people's checks. So, remember uh, in Flowers for Algernon, where the dude was like, after he gets smart, he's like, "Oh, you're not gene asses, you're a bunch of," asses. and then he walks out. It's great. Anyway, uh, let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to Dragon Ball Z. Uh, after that bizarre, uh, what do you call it? Thing? Uh, Segway? Segway? Non sequitur. Anyway, this is the clip. I'm clicking play on it. I think. So what he has what he has is autocorrect blocking, which allows him to literally immediately block IAD mix-ups from UI Goku. When he's in block stun, it's a mechanic change. And I believe they're showcasing that it's inside the game now, which is a big deal. Wait, because that that string used to open up people super easy. What what he's what they're basically showcasing is the way he's able to block pressure now. Is he Literally. blocking things that are jumping by crouching? Uh, yes. no. Yeah, the character didn't come back from crouch. Come up from crouch. That was that was buffer. That was buffer. That was buffer because the move was so long. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball has weird mechanics. Just trust me on this one. <laughs> He's doing air attacks and stuff. Oh well. Uh, okay, so I guess that, is that a mechanic change that's going for everybody, or is that just a super baby, super baby mechanic? It's just I I I don't know yet. I honestly don't know. Um. So. <laughs> I'm throw, I'm I'm throwing one more into the chat. Jesus Christ! You're making me work here. Yeah. How dare it's, I? It is. It it is really interesting to see that Bandai has all of this time and money to come out with a bunch of characters that people can buy for money without updating the, the netcode. And that's all I'll say about that. And I won't say anything else. And I'll be good. That's, that's all that's interesting to me. If you keep talking, you're going to talk about Baby Geniuses 2 again. And I, we can't have that. We cannot have that. I'm sorry. That's just no. No. Remember how they had the little baby in HQ no, giving all no, the other babies I, commands? <laughs> they oh had a whole God. underground society. Oh, okay. I think. And the whole thing was after baby. they turned one, they forgot everything. Let's watch this. <laughs> all right, I forgot the volume. Okay, so what are we looking at here, Steve? This is uh, they had a little combo contest. Apology Mountain won it with this one during the showcase. Is it a is it a Todd? It's still going. It's still going. Is it a Todd? Of course. He's a Marvel player. It is a Todd. Nice. <laughs> He's a Marvel player. He wouldn't showcase a non-touch of death.
All right. Oh, it says coming soon. I'm sorry, I turned it off. And then it shows the people. All right, that's enough of that music. Please stop. Why is my computer not responding? Bandai Namco. It doesn't want to stop. Oh, right, it's a web browser. All right, there we go, got it. Uh, Anywho, well, there you go. You get crazy, wacky mix-ups coming to Dragon Ball soon. Dragon Ball Fighters Be soon. Be excited. Be hype. All right, next. Let's talk about some... On Dragon Ball Fighters. God, no. <laughs> Steve, I, I couldn't let that one go. Am I, I couldn't to... let that <laughs> you... one go. It cost you zero dollars to let that one go. Am I going to have to hit this fade the black button again? It's like the fourth no, please, time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be good. I'm no, kidding. We won't. Trying to keep this under uh, control. I don't know why I just said it with a weird Italian accent. Anywho, moving on. Uh, let's talk about something that's a little bit on the more bizarre side uh, that came out this week. And Capcom announced today. No, not today. Last week. That they are putting their foot down. They're, they're putting some ground rules for everybody that wants to make streaming and video contents. So they released a bunch of video guidelines, and I have it open here. We can talk about it. Uh, there are a couple of things that are interesting uh, that they uh, are wanting people to do. And essentially, uh, I think the biggest thing that the biggest takeaway from this is uh, what's on uh, their no commercialization rule. Which says, uh, it's the permissible monetization rule. It says, you may monetize through partner programs and or advertising from YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or other video sharing devices. Collecting voluntary contribution, such as through Super Chat on YouTube and bits on Twitch, is permitted as long as your video is also available for free to the public on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, or other video sharing devices. So, what does this mean? No more subscriber-only VODs for Capcom things. Right. And also uh, something important to know that this is their video policy. So uh, they're talking about uh, no more subscriber only content. It sounds to me like they're saying no more Patreon content. So any content creator that's going through Patreon uh, creating things. Right. Because this is one of those things where you have to pay a subscription to Patreon to receive this content. Uh, now, with that, I, I don't know if, if that's necessarily what. I'm getting from my guess would be it would be okay as long as it's eventually released to for my secondary thing is um and I know we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in a roundabout way but cross counter tv is actually only accessible on their website through a paid subscription and it sounds like content like that would no longer be allowed so Full disclosure, I did work for CrossCounter for a while. Uh, the way they do their things is they have, like, for example, Excellent Adventures and other shows like it, they have um, they have the content come up on a weekly basis, right? They have four episodes per shoot. And if you're subscribed to uh, CrossCounter, you can see the whole shoot uh, at once. Ah, okay. So I believe that's okay, right? Because the content is technically available for free. The thing that I think uh, is not going to be okay is the content that they only specifically have on the site for example they had a bunch of training stuff like people giving lessons and all this other stuff that were on the cross counter training site i think uh unless i think given a, a expressive or express permission from capcom that i think those are not going to be cool anymore right the other thing I, i'm interested to see is what does this mean for events right this does say the, this is their video policy but what if you have something like you know let's go back to cross counter they had the bar fights right you had to pay uh 
Uh, you had to pay a what do you call it? Entry License fee. License, uh, no, uh, you had to pay money to get in. I forget what it's called. Uh, when the you go registration. When you go to a bar and cover charge. Cover. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you had to pay a cover charge to get in, and then you could enjoy the event. And they had everything from uh, melee things to. Uh, Street Fighter Five. They had the big East versus West Street Fighter Five thing on the last EVO I went to, which I think was 2017. So I'm interested to see like what that's going to be like. Uh, granted, I, their I, video was available for everybody to watch on a stream. That didn't work. Uh, and yeah, I think that so, would be fine under these guidelines. That's my guess. I now, granted, I am not a lawyer. I am not a legal expert, but in my initial reading, something like that I think would be fine. Um, yeah. What I think is that... Oh, sorry, Steve. No, you go ahead. What I... Because I, I, I've seen quite a few other companies do this, and I remember seeing something about there being a policy change or something in 2021 about a couple of companies coming down on certain types of content coming out, and that's just because they want to start controlling their IP a little bit more. Um, I believe one of the specific things that they mention inside of here is that it's really if it goes against the tone of their IP that they would be enforcing this. Uh, yep. And I think that's setting up the stage for people, because there's a lot of rancid content out there, right? I know people think the fighting game community is like the most violent of all esports and everything like that, but there are, there are some pretty terrible rings of the internet. There are uh, heavy, heavy gore, heavy sex, heavy violence, and everything like that. And I think these ground rules are more so that people don't start infringing on things like that. Uh, because there is a lot of content creators who will, like, I know we're being especially good right now. We're trying not to use expletives. We're trying to, you know, make sure that we can stay in a realm of professionalism in general. A lot of content creators don't always do that, right? And um, a reference I would love to give here would be Low Tier God, right? Mm -hmm. His content is 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 very offensive right his content is very slanderous and hurts hurts quite a few people's emotional and mental beings right under these guidelines capcom would have the ability to take down any content that he's created with on street fighter 5 basically they could also do that specifically with replay channels which are channels that exclusively go through the capcom pro tour and just grab a bunch of clips and then post them on their own channel as clip videos. They can do that now with these guidelines, and they're saying, by the way, we have the right to do this, but it basically gives content creators an idea of what to do if they would not like those laws enforced against them. It's still very broad because it needs to cover a lot of things, but it keeps Capcom's options open while also kind of trying to be transparent because they don't just want to start blocking people. And that's what I feel like they're doing and what a lot of other companies are starting to do right now, just in general. We're seeing a lot of changes this 2021, and I think it all stems from the fact that there are a lot of IPs right now. And uh, there was a lot of pushback from Nintendo and other companies uh, after they got rid of Big House. And I think we're seeing a lot of other companies take notice and be like, look, if we have to enforce it, here are the guidelines so you know how we are going to enforce it. I think that's what we're seeing here. Uh, I do want to point out a couple of things uh, in response to your uh, your points, Sharpie. It's first, uh, these are video guidelines, right? So we don't know what if they're having event guidelines or anything, if that's coming out. Who knows what's going to happen? Second, uh, to your point about um, uh, 
the tone of the videos and everything. This is actually what I was going to bring up now is uh, they have impermissible uses as a very big section. And it goes through talking about pre-release content, like in streaming that stuff early before it's uh, before it's out. Uh, and it goes very in detail about that. And I think that could be in direct response to the um, the ransomware attack that they went through. Uh, the so leak, I, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a very, Wait. like they're making it very clear that if you post that is not out, you're going to get dinged by Capcom uh, or worse. Uh, the other thing, too, is uh, it goes into inappropriate content, right? So it's using it, it's listed as this is word by word what they have on the site. It's using Capcom titles to create video and other content. So YouTube videos or other content, including mods. Now, this is very important, including mods, because there is a very big modding community that does a lot of nude mods of the game. So this is definitely going right into uh, their wheelhouse. Uh, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's horrible. Uh, but anyway, are the foot mod modders okay? Are the foot modders and armpit modders okay? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but anyway, I want to read this word for word because uh, they do uh, they do go into very, this very in depth, and they're very clear about it. Is uh, video or other and other content, including mods, that is illegal, racist, sexist, prejudicial to sexual orientation. Oh, your God. Uh, sexually explicit, disparaging, promotes hate crimes, or is otherwise offensive is not tolerated. On a case-by-case -case basis, Capcom reserves the right to take down content that is found to be inappropriate or objectionable at our discretion. So, uh, much like you were saying, look to your god, that no longer flies, according to Capcom, right? Although they do say that it's on a case-by-case -case basis, so who knows what they're going to do with that. Uh, so, it's one of those things where they're putting down the ground rules, right? And this is something that we've talked about uh, in different contexts they're putting down the ground rule how are they going to enforce it right like are we going to see the elimination of all uh nude mods or, or all of these other things that break this impermissible use uh guideline are they just going to take it all down how do they see it all this other stuff we don't know and, and they do say it's on a case-by-case -case basis so maybe some people are going to get a pass and it's going to get very hairy that clause in there is i think necessary but still very uncomfortable right I think that clause is mostly just to make sure that event streamers know that they'll probably be safe. You know, it's it's mostly there to let people know, hey, if you're not specifically trying to like break our guidelines or you're not specifically trying to really monetize a large, you know, site or something with inappropriate things, then you're fine. I, I feel like that line is mostly there just because they need to cover their own booty. Mm -hmm. Unlike yeah. nude modders want. Right. <laughs> oh, Nothing, my. Steve, really. <laughs> I laughed I'm at not, it. <laughs> I, I, I've used up my quote on questionable follow-up, so I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done trying today, y'all. We had a really <laughs> rough week. I'm, like, giving y'all prima donna Sharpie right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is one also another thing that I want to sorry to gloss over what you just said Sharpie but I, there's no, just a lot fine. in here it's that okay. I want to get through uh, another thing that they did uh, go into which I think is interesting uh, also uh, both for the fighting game side of Capcom and also the not fighting game side of Capcom is video capture of Capcom publication mm. right and that's any posting of video capture or video posting of video capture of printed or digital books and other printed or digital materials published by Capcom or its licensees, such as but not limited to comic books, 
game strategy guides, collector's edition, art books, and they put it in uh, parentheses, Capcom publications, is prohibited. However, you may use Capcom publica publication in unboxing videos provided that no specific content inside Capcom pub publication is displayed in the videos. So that's basically like if guide just prevent guidebooks from being scanned online. Yeah, guidebooks or uh, like the thing that comes to mind is when the 30th edition came out, the 30th edition collector's edition, they had that giant book of all the art yeah. inside. They also had it in the game. So I'm I'm curious to see if you can go into the game and look at the timeline and publish and publish that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really just to stop people from like going to some CD website and grabbing that instead of paying Capcom. Uh, it, it just sounds like you know very boilerplate. Stop stealing our stuff. Yeah, yeah. especially uh, they also mentioned that you can't upload uh, music soundtrack uh, separately from game. So a lot of YouTube channels upload game music from certain stages, certain you know certain games. Well, if they made it available I mean, on Spotify, always... nobody would do it. Nobody would Which, do it, Capcom, that... if y'all had it on Spotify, but you don't, I'm, do you? I'm still waiting for President of the World. I've, I've still got my 99 cents ready to drop right now. President, President of the World. Of the World. Of and the world. then that's the DMCA takedown. Uh, also, I did. Uh, <laughs> there was one more thing uh, that I wanted to go over that is in this that I think is very important because... Let me, let me just get into it, and then I'll go into what I'm thinking about it. Uh, so this is back going back to monetization of Capcom products, right? They outline all this other stuff, and they specifically say no commercial, non-commercial use of uh, Capcom IP and Capcom things. And it goes into saying they don't allow uh, content or other materials to be used to make money or gain other financial benefit throughout uh, through permissible monetization. Uh, so they say you are not allowed to make money off of Capcom things, except for these things. And that's what we, uh, and that's what they posted on uh, videos from YouTube, Twitch, blah, 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 all this other stuff. However, they go into saying, you may not limit, yeah, you may not limit paid access, uh, limit to paid access, sell or license your content that includes our game content to others for payment of any kind. In particular, we do not allow you to create new content using our game if a paid subscription is required for people to access your our specific content. So, this is, this is one of those things where my immediate reaction is, oh, shit, what about artist alleys on, in mm -hmm. events? What about all this other stuff? But we have to remember, I think these are the video guidelines, right? So I think yeah. art or anything else in that sense uh, might be okay. I don't know. Uh, it, there's a lot of, like, gray area when it comes to all that other stuff. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that shakes out. One would assume that because there are no longer events as of right now, Capcom made it specifically in mind of people exclusively on YouTube streaming platforms and very specifically TikTok, where there are a lot of people re-uploading certain content that would be considered impermissible by these guidelines, I should add. Uh, the other day I was actually scrolling along the Capcom specific tag and I saw someone actually did do something that crossed quite a few of these guidelines while under the Capcom flag, they had actually modded the game and they were creating a video series of um, pornographic nature with these characters. And I'm pretty sure that that's the type of content that Capcom's trying to stop from happening here. Yeah. That's and... terrible. That's terrible. Steve, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's so just much. horrible. That's just I'm <laughs> I'm installing TikTok right now to report that account. Okay, Steve. Uh, we I, see I, you. What, what which which uh, account should I avoid for this? I don't. No, 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 no. All right, no, let's no, skip please, that don't, one. Don't, please, don't, don't. <laughs> All right. Um, now there's a, there's a couple other things too that they go into as far as like what they mean by content and what falls into this, and there is something here that is listed that I think might be more relevant to what we're doing, maybe, uh, depending on the context, right? Again, they said a lot of this stuff is case-by-case basis. But they do say, you should not share game footage online without adding your own video or content unless the game console or device permits sharing of game footage. Matches, right? Now, with a PlayStation or an Xbox, you are allowed to stream and record those matches and then post them without adding any uh, commentary. So I believe those are safe. Uh, don't know for sure. And it also says you may not split our game content into components, visual, vocal, in-game elements, etc., and distribute such components as separate content. So what that... Soundtracks, like I said. Yeah, what that says to me is soundtracks. And I don't know if you remember the big Tekken snafu of Snake saying that was some good-ass Tekken at Evo a couple of years ago. Uh, I think that's also kind of covering their asses on that. Right, in case somebody wants to uh, add, like, you know, a Capcom character saying something at a specific event to promote something else. I a lot think... of guidelines covering a lot of bases right now, I think, is what we're we're he- seeing here. And not all of it is things that they're directly saving it from, but they're definitely things that, if these rules were in place, we would have seen a much different landscape earlier in events, I believe. Yeah, and then... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, we've got a couple more Capcom-related things to go, and Ultra do... Gen is actually on this week. Okay, so. I do I do want to cover one more thing, because this is the important one, uh, because we've all been struggling with this as far as our world here on Twitch, and uh, content guidelines and DMCA takedowns, and it's Capcom music. And it says, please note that some game soundtracks or songs may not be owned by Capcom, but instead are licensed from an artist or another group. As this varies from game to game, please be aware that music may trigger content flags and potential removal of video. Game soundtracks may not be posted or distributed separately and apart from game footage. So there you go. Uh, basically, it's like if you load up vanilla Street Fighter 4 and you have everybody listen to uh, Invincible, you're screwed. You're going to get dinged. That happened to me when I managed somebody's YouTube and I, it sucked. Florida got me. I owe the money. Uh, but anyway, so if you go to capcom.com forward slash video dash policy, you can read up on all these new video policies that they put out. Uh, and yeah, I think that's all I needed to add. And that's all I wanted to cover from all these because these are a couple of the things that are things to watch out for in the future as uh, the world changes and we change around with it. So what did you want to talk about next, Steve? Uh, well, two things. Let's do sad news. Uh, Capcom updated the uh, impact of the recent ransomware attack. Um, as we mentioned, as mentioned before, uh, Capcom got hit with ransomware um, uh, by a hacking group. Uh, got a hold of some data and said that. We will release it as long as you pay us $11 million in Bitcoin. Uh, They have not done so. So Capcom has continually uh, disclosed as they have discovered exactly what was taken, uh, what what has been leaked. And that did include um, 
as we mentioned earlier um, in previous games, plans for uh, future Capcom games, including Street Fighter VI, sorry about that, uh, as well as uh, personal data for several hundred thousand people, potentially. Uh, in an update that came this week, uh, Capcom confirmed that over 16,000 people's uh, personal information has been leaked, uh, including uh, business partners, former employees, uh, current employees as well. Uh, this includes names, email addresses, phone numbers, uh, HR information as well. Uh, they also said that the total number of impacted people could be uh, potentially up to 390,000 people. But in the recent update, they did clarify that um, some people who were previously included in the potential victim uh, column uh, were uh, people who shopped at the Capcom store or people who were members of the Capcom store, uh, the North American Capcom store to be specific, as well as Capcom eSports operations, uh, players and uh, associated parties. Turns out uh, they have concluded that those specific branches have not had their information uh, breached. Yeah, and so, that totals and that totals up to around eighteen thousand people. So yes, some good so, basically what they're saying here is that everyone else did have their information leaked. Yep. Gosh. Sad times. So that was literally the worst case scenario that I'd been talking about a couple of months earlier too. That's very unfortunate. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's going to be a rough time for Capcom in the upcoming days and weeks and months uh, to see what's going to come out of all this still. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough out here for Capcom. All right. It gives a lot of context to the whole thing we were talking about before about them banning a lot of use in general because their mm -hmm. litigation firms yep. are going to be busy. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Let's move on from the sad news. Let's talk about one more thing, uh, two more things. Uh and we're going to try to do that in three minutes. Go! Uh, more costumes coming to Street Fighter V via the avenue of Fexel. And we have the new and improved costume of their choosing that will be this character right here. Great vamping, hey. Great vamping. What do, we think about, what do we think about Garuda? It looks good. I, I, I like the look of it. Um, again, it's 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 nice to see this continued partnership uh, between Capcom and Arika on this. Um, I it wouldn't necessarily be the costume I would go for, but uh, I'm gonna grab. Yeah, I was gonna say let's do a quick block grab. Um, it fits Akuma very well. Like I'm surprised. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm grabbing. How about you, uh, Sharpie? What do you think? Neo, what I see here is two classic decisions. Block or grab. Given these two choices, which one would you take? Most people would grab and take that opportunity to throw their money away at yet another recolor of a terrible, disgusting grappler. Not I. I'm going to go ahead and block that. Save my money for a rainy day. Destroy the it's system. A, You're it's the actually chosen one, Neo. It's actually through extra battle, so. Yeah, so you just have to spend a little fight money. And it t starts today. So if you're, unlike uh, 
sharp PS. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep up this character. <laughs> that was good up, though, right? Unlike yeah. Sharpius, and you would like to see Garuda in Street Fighter Five via Akuma, uh, hit up that uh, hit up that battle, uh, extra battle, and you too can earn more costumes. Second, to last piece of content that uh, we want to talk about is we have the timeline for Frosty Faustings, which is happening next week. Not this week, but hey, next week. And Skullgirls is going to be there. I got clarification earlier this week. They are actually, Skullgirls is going to be at the tournament. $500 literal pot bonus. Go ahead and sign up. It's a 256 character or player cap. So yeah, Skullgirls so, is at Frosty this year. Yeah, so here's, uh, here is the timeline for how things are going to go. They don't have the streams yet all picked out, I believe. Uh, but each game will finish in a single day. This is straight off of Smash.gg. Friday, the 29th, uh, Marvel, Ca- Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, capped at 128 players, played over Parsec. Uh, and then Them's Fighting Herds, also capped at 128 players, played via Steam. Saturday, the 30th, uh, Guilty Gear Plus R, I'm not going to read out the entire name, capped at 256, 256 players, played on Steam via the shiny new netcode uh, that was released late last year. Tech, <laughs> excuse me, Tekken 7. <laughs> I almost just drowned in air. Tekken 7, capped at 122, uh, 128 players, played on Steam, which is interesting. Yeah. All the that other is... games are capped at 128. Yeah, um, so. but it's interesting that Tekken is being played on Steam and not PlayStation 4, because usually the tournament standard is PlayStation 4. It's easier to manage. The online is a lot easier to manage. It's easier to create rooms on Steam for Tekken specifically. Oh, it looked like Steve, you were going to say something. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let me let me keep reading these off as fast as I possibly can. Uh, Street Fighter Third Strike, 128 players played on Fightcade 2. So if you're going to go play it, play on Fightcade 2. Uh, Fantasy Strike, capped at 128, is crossplay. So you can play on Steam, PS4, or Switch. Whoa. Future. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Alpha 2, played on Fightcade 2, at 128 players is being capped. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate uh, is played on PS4. Also, I believe PS5 falls into that as well. Uh, capped at 128 players. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Every time I see this game, I want to play it, and then I always forget about it. So maybe one of these days I'm going to do it. Capped at 128 players is crossplay. I did not know this. Uh, it's going to be played on Steam, PS4, Switch, or Xbox One. Anybody can enter. Skullgirls, second encore. It says capped at 128 players. I think you said 256. I could be wrong about it that. It is 256. I believe it's not been updated yet. Okay. Uh, it's going to be played on Steam. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Hosted by Tatsunoko versus Core. Steve, move your thing out of there. Corona. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's capped at 128 players and it's played on Dolphin. So everybody Dolphin up. And last but not least, Windjammers capped at 128 players. Played on Fightcade 2. And on top of all that, we have special exhibitions happening on Friday, the 29th, uh, for Guilty Gear, Exard Rev 2, uh, Grand Blue, Cross Tag, Undernight and Birth, Uniclear, uh, and Soul Calibur 6. So there you go. That's all the crazy things that are happening in Fausty Faustings. As we know so far, the tournament is next week. I'm super excited about it. Can't wait to see some uh, fun tournament things happening again. Whew. I read a lot. Last but not least, Steve, I think you uh, had something you wanted to share with everybody. So, yes, uh, I'm going to throw a link in the chat to a stream that took place this past weekend. Uh, The Cooperation Cup uh, did not take place this year, the traditional... uh, uh, excuse me, Street Fighter Third Strike event, but uh, like Matsuda, 
Yeah, Matsuda, who Oh, does... you too bad, no. <laughs> no. Uh, but Matsuda, who owns uh, the uh, Game Newton arcade that hosts the event uh, at great cost to him, put, up, put together uh, the the series of 10v10 or uh, first to 10 matches. Uh, there was eight an eight-match card that took place. It was really, really uh, entertaining to watch the little bit I did get to see. Uh, but Third Strike is one of... It, it, it's not a game... I, I, I just want to give some love to Matsuda for this uh, because Cooperation Cup is one of these events that just expands beyond its own community. Um, it's really one of the highlights of the entire FGC, not just Third Strike fans. And it is an absolute work of passion to put that together, especially this year uh, when they had to take uh, some big losses in terms of not being able to host it, even though they had to get the payout for uh, the venue still. Um, But he still put something together for the community, uh, despite all of that. So Matsuda, you and your entire team uh, who have worked on Cooperation Cup, uh, over the years, you are the best deal of the week. Thank you. And that Urian finish was hype as heck. Bro. I know. Why did that? That was. I, that's super. all. I, I watched that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I had to. I had to mute myself because I was gonna say something. I was like, ooh. What's the? What's the? Ooh. Okay. Okay. We playing spicy. We playing. We playing Street Fighter, honey. What Ooh, is? Whew. Why did that? That was a real fighting game moment, bro. <laughs> yeah, the roundhouse hitting the super. Who? All right. Now, uh, before we go any further, I do want to say shout out to Freeman zero zero thirty two for giving us some bits. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and shout outs to Blue, who we uh, lost, who we didn't oh, say wow. anything earlier. He subscribed for twenty seven months, quite a bit of time, and he states hashtag play skull girls go to play skull girls at sharpypls.com and play tfh go to play tfh.sharpypls.com to also pick up the game because it's literally 40 percent off right now on the steam sale that means uh blue your twitch baby is named shanty there you go congratulations on your new twitch baby and with all this said ladies and gents i do believe we have reached the end of yet another episode of best of five um we've covered a lot today we've uh gone through lots of ups and downs but we all survive and we are surviving so without further ado let us sign off unless anybody have any final words before i do the sign off thing red bull sponsor me my email address is sharpie at sharpiepls.com sponsor me red bull or you can email best of five at uh, best of v show at gmail.com uh (laughs) you can also follow us instagram.com slash best of v show Yes, we got new Instagram stuff. We're, we're working on TikTok stuff. We're going to be putting out more content for things. And uh, look, out, look out for those in the future. We're going to have more details on that soon. Now, without further ado, let's sign off. I have been Elon. This is my information right here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, this has been the main squeeze, the Steve Ace King offsuit. Jurek. Boom. Tetris for Jonas. We miss Tet- you, buddy. Tetris for Jonas. I have rest in peace. Uh, and the lovely and amazing purple Sharpie down here uh all real podcasters have a sign-off phrase go steve do it good night canada <laughs>